what is up? Welcome to episode 10 of Daddy's Home. I'm your host, Stefan Shear, and I'm happy we're here for another week of podcasting. You feel me? I'm happy we're here. I said I'm happy we're here. I hope everyone's having a good week. Mine is, uh, stressful as hell did I mention the last I don't even know if I mentioned the last podcast but I'm, I'm moving out in the middle of February it's just funny I thought like maybe it'd have to like April or May and it's just coming on right away I don't know if I mentioned that damn bro fuck stay off the weed I need more alpha brain in my life but yeah so I went into work today, and I had to ask about the four days off I requested to move out. Didn't even get asked, you know, oh, what do you need these four days for? They just denied me straight up. Denied. And then my boss had the balls to drop a piece on my desk as well for another route. (laughs) So I got denied. Oh, I got denied. And then I got a piece on my desk. I was so fucking angry. I was so fucking mad about it. Oh, man. I told my shop steward we had to go in the office. I have to talk about this. And I, I raised hell in the office. I was calling out the coworkers, calling out bullshit, you know? cursing i was cursing in front of my boss and i I even threatened to leave the job this is all true i was like i'll just quit like who gives a fuck i'll just quit how's that sound and i just wanted to give him a like just keep fucking him more because nothing would have felt better than to fuck you like you fucked me code of hammer hobby eye for an eye bitch so I've requested four other days off, and I'm going to move in the middle of all that and enjoy those four days as a vacation to get myself set up as opposed to just running around back and forth like a chicken without a head. Ugh, but work has been stressful, man, ever since last Monday going back in after that snowstorm. It's been tough. It's been tough. I'm tired. I'm tired, guys. It's been tough. I literally worked... So I went in, right? I went in last week. And I didn't get off on Monday till about 6 o'clock. And a co-worker was stuck. He was in his fucking little blue car. And he was stuck in the parking lot we were in. And couldn't move. So I was, you know, had my dad's fucking large-ass hand-me-down suburban. And uh, great car. He has a shovel in the back. You know, he has like... A, White guys, as they get older, become like doomsday preppers, which is perfect for their sons because then it's just, if you ever get broken down somewhere, your dad has you set. I hope you are in the same situation as I because my dad is Captain Clutch with that stuff. So, pulled the shovel out of the car because the guy asked for help and I started to help him out. And uh, the funny thing is, like, he doesn't listen at all he kept revving his engine and his tires were spinning so I was giving him a push out and uh um you know he gets stuck here and there I'm digging him out and then like as we're about to get him out he keeps revving his engine like dude stop revving your engine you're gonna get yourself deeper he goes okay okay I turn my back and he starts revving his engine I'm just like yeah I should leave this motherfucker here just leave him here dude that's how the week started and then a co-worker, so then we finally had some respite. It seemed like the next day would be easier. And uh, this guy, this character in my office was saying, he's, you know, I rolled my knee, I have COVID, I have chest pains, all of it. He had his whole body, if he was like an operation board, everything. No, nah, that's a bad analogy. God damn it. Oh, God. Oh. I didn't mean to do that. I'm so tired. 
sipping on a log. We need a, a little something, something ale. It's fucking delicious. Um, I, I bought my dad. My dad came back from Florida this week, and I he you know we were drinking together on Saturday. And I picked up beer on the way home from work, and I picked up these Lagunitas. I was gonna pick up Peronis, but then they didn't have them, so I did a second best option. And these are really good. I know my dad was gonna like them that much. I mean, he's been fucking putting them down. I'm like, you better take it easy. You're gonna get fat. <laughs> Body shaming a 68 year old man who's like, suck my dick, suck it. <laughs> um, but yeah, work has been stressful. A lot of game playing going on. Got my day taken away from me, but <sighs> you know we're making it through, getting money, moving out. Everything is moving forward. I got some positive feedback on the podcast. We, you know, no, f- there's fan mail, but I don't feel like here. I don't feel like hitting the button this week on that one. Nah, what? Respect the pod. We got fan mail. We got fan mail. No, people, you know, a couple folks that I I don't tell anyone to listen to this. A couple folks just hit me up and said they're really enjoying the pod. And I was like, thanks. I really appreciate that. We're number 121 on the list of. Let me read the email. Where's my phone? Burping into the mic. That is disgusting. My girlfriend would do something. She burped and said, I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry says, hope all is well. I have some cool information that might interest you. Your podcast, Daddy's Home, has good performance in Apple Podcast rankings last 30 days. Position 121 in the category Improv, United States. The data is provided by podstatus.com. Uh, yeah, that's really cool. So, we're going up. The numbers keep going up. up, 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 up. We're soon going to get Bluetooth ads. I'm not a businessman, but I'm going to figure out how to get a Bluetooth read. I don't need them. But I'll I'll support the guys who do. All right, I'll give you guys a promo code out there. I'll just give you another promo code, then. So this week started. Uh, I don't even know what the fuck can go with this thing. Close the phone. Um, yeah. So I got to have my days off today at work, and then I was talking to a coworker outside, and I never engaged this person. I probably mentioned his name is Alex. So anyway, this dude, like he is, like I said, something out of Smallville, right? Like it's like something that was like came from like a swamp. It just materialized. It's like someone got sucked into a, a swamp that a corporation poisoned from years of just like abuse to it. This guy's like, ah, comes out the ocean, right? Gets sunken in like like quicksand. It gets sucked in like quicksand. He gets sucked in like quicksand. He comes out and then it's just, it's this dude and he works at our post office. So I'm just engaging him in conversation today, like genuinely. And, you know, we're talking about like, oh, the girls from Long Island. He's just, this is I'm saying. The girls from Long Island, they're just like stuck up bitches, you know? <laughs> you know, they're all mean here. It's like he just got like, I don't know, just sounded like he had no game or just didn't know how to like. I don't even know. I don't, he definitely has no game, but like he was just like calling women from Long Island, and the thing about Long Island women is like they're 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 of a different breed. That's all I'll say about that. All right, I've had I've had my fun with the Long Island ladies, and uh, I'm here to say I'm over it. I've got a Queens bitch now, you know what I'm saying? Hey, 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 row the boat, row the boat. Row the plane. Anyway, uh, so I'm talking to this guy, and he's like, "Yeah, I'm I'm talking to this." U- this so Alex goes, "I'm talking to this YouTuber chick," and I was like, "Okay." And he goes, "She gets like a hundred thousand views a video, you know." And he's like, uh, "She looks good and everything." Talks with the the keto diet. And he's like, "But she's an older woman." And I was like, "How much older?" And he goes, oh, "I can't tell you, dude." And I was like. I was like, nah, dude, I don't, I don't care. And he was like, fifty three, and he's thirty three. And I was like, wow, <laughs> yo, he's trying to shmang a fifty three year old. <laughs> you always want like guys fantasize about having an older lady, but I feel like you fantasize about that when you're like nineteen or twenty, and she's like in her thirties. The people do get. I guess there are guys that fantasize a fifty three year old. I mean, Jesus, dude. 
And my girlfriend's like, hey, listen, if, if she's fit and he's fit and he can rock her world and give her a rockin' orgasm, and I was like, yeah, I think he's a virgin. I can't confirm that, but I think he's a virgin. It's like, oh, it sucks. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> she's going to give him a rockin' orgasm. Go get that. Not good for him, bro. Go get the 53-year-old. I never positive talk to this guy in the podcast. I'm always shitting on him. But go on and get it. You know what I'm saying? He called the Magoo. I was going to offer to give him a car, uh, a jump the other day because I had my dad's Apocalypse Mobile and he had a, a, batter, uh, a battery in there you could just jump a car with. Um, and I was offering and then he had a comment and he goes, yeah, I just don't know what you're, you know, you're always so Magoo. Like, cause I don't want you're being serious. You're always so Magoo. And I was just like, you know what? Offer rescinded. Can't get your car jumped. <laughs> You had to have a little smart-ass comment. You had it, and I take it away. Let's see. <sighs> That's enough of that. Oh, yeah. Let me talk about this one last thing before I get into other another topic. My coworker, Eric, he's a... a f- I've, I've talked about him on here. I'm pretty sure he's like in his mid-50s at this point. I always say he's, like, he's 50 years old. He's been 50 years old since I got hired. Guys, in his like his mid fifties, and uh, he had bad teeth. At one point, he got them done, but now I guess they're loose. And he was walking around the office the other day, going like, "Yo, my tooth, my tooth, my tooth is loose. Look at it, look at it, look at it." And he's like opening his mouth to people with his like mid fifties stoner breath, like opening his mouth to people and shaking his tooth in their face. I give props to dentists and doctors and stuff. I'm like, I don't want to look inside someone's body at like their decaying mouth or something and he's just like forcing people who are just i didn't sign up for this i didn't sign up for you to shake your fucking rotten ass tooth in my face dude i signed up to deliver the paper and mind my business literally he gets him and this other girl donna in my office she uh she's jamaican and they sing every morning together it is insane they literally like they the radio plays uh foreigner i want to know what love is and they always sing and i was like this is like this is torture the fuck is that stop it i've, I've heard I've, I've heard people sing off key my whole life my uncle does it and he's like you know off beat off key but he's having a good time but i don't want every day i have to hear this shit every day and so anyway eric comes to my co-worker donnie goes donna my tooth is loose it's like look she goes eric i don't want to look in your mouth <laughs> i don't and then he goes oh man you know she's crazy don i can i can't eat he's like i just can't eat you know i have to get this tooth fixed and it's like my my life must just be cursed and i was like mm, maybe i was just minding my business but i overheard that and i was just like was doing my job and also just react to that and i was like probably maybe hey listen maybe how's that sound Whenever someone says that, you're just like, you clearly want the sympathy. You want someone to be like, no, it's not cursed. She's going through a hard time, and hard times lead to good times. It's like, hey, no, maybe you're cursed. How's that sound? I'm going to tell you what you want to hear. A warlock came to you in your sleep and cursed you. There's someone actually out there with a voodoo child stabbing you in the tooth. They're pulling your teeth out. (gasps) You're right, Steve. You're right. I hope you get that toothpick. <laughs> Figure it out, dude. Oh, man. Today was a hard day. Walking in the rain. You know what you signed up for. But uh, West Side Gun. Now, this man. He dropped a project called Hitler Wears Hermes Volume 8. Now it's like a mixtape series. And now I like I said, now it's, it's like a mixtape series. No, it's a mixtape series. And he dropped the side A vinyl a few months ago now. Yeah, I guess like a couple months ago now. And they and he dropped side the side B drop as well. This uh, today, and man, the Bandcamp website could not handle that kind of traffic. That shit was dropping. But I somehow, luckily, ended up with possibly two copies of the new album coming to me, and I'm just gonna oversell the other one that I get. If I do get it, I, it says quantity too. I'm I'm a moron. I, it just the web the the website kept dropping, and I was very unsure if I got something or not. But somehow it loaded, and I got it, which is fucking awesome. So yeah, it, it fucking he knows how to do merch drop. Psst. 
merch drops. Stay off the weed. My dude knows how to do merch drops because it's all that exclusivity. And now it's funny thinking about that time, you know, the times where I, lo- I, I love vinyl. I just love fucking the hole in my mattress that I've created to a, just a good vinyl record. I'll put on Frank Ocean Channel Orange and I will just just take a glob of coconut oil and just stick it in there and just be like, I'm a vinyl guy. This is what vinyl guys do. We fuck our mattresses. Oh, God. What is wrong with me? <laughs> Stay off the weed. What a weird episode. Hey, listen, that's the, that's the fun thing about this is just every week you're like, I don't know if I want to do this. And when you do it, you're like, oh, we'll see what happens. And I always feel good after I do the podcast, but it's just funny. Like, I don't know if I want to do it this week, but I got to do it. I could, didn't have time last week, and now I'm making up for it by doing it this week. <sighs> Sucks. Mm. So, yeah. Like, I would hit up, do, like, I'd go on eBay and look to see who was selling because Frank Ocean did a blonde vinyl drop. Uh, it was on a Black Friday. And I didn't know about it, which really pissed me off. And I missed it. So now I look at copies of it for sale for like $1,000 on eBay. And I genuinely just want it. And I would actually message the people and be like, would you consider moving on the price? And they're like, yeah, what would you have in mind? I'm like, instead of 500 would you want $50 for it? And they're like, what? I'm like, yeah, 50 bucks. I'm like, it's never going to get listened to. It's going to sit there and collect dust. And here's the thing. They probably got two copies. So it's like, they don't care. Like They're going to sell it for what they want to sell it for. So now, in retrospect, they were all right to respond that way to me. Being like, would you sell it for 50 bucks so you can let a fellow patron listen to the record? I mean, I enjoy music just as much as you do, brother. So don't I don't I deserve the same kind of courtesy extended my way? I missed the fucking sale. I missed it. I'm sorry. I was late. I'm sorry. I love Frank Ocean too. I want to sing to Blonde. Let me sing. We'll put it on Spotify. I don't want to. So now what I'm going to do with this West Side Gun vinyl is I'm going to fucking flip this shit for like 500 bucks. So may the best man win, right? Yeah, I'm hyped I got that record. That's a fucking, yo, oh my god. If you talk about two records that came out, it's it's that side A and side B. That is something serious. It's just so grimy. It's funny. It's reminiscent of like nineties hip hop, but it's fucking grimy as shit. The drums slap and everything. Oof. Hey yo. <laughs> yo, West Side Gun is the man. Shout out. Shout out. I'm also hyped because my Jay Dilla book shipped. Oh, I cannot wait to read that. I cannot wait to fucking read that book. I'm at. I, I just. Oh, I just love knowing the story and shit, man. Happy birthday! Today's his birthday. I I put, I put a Jay Dilla song at the end of the podcast last week, and if you didn't listen to it, you're a fucking idiot. But oh. Go dive into Jay Dilla's catalog, man. He's fucking incredible. Definitely check him out. Happy birthday, Jay Dilla. I can't wait to read your book, man. Yeah, I hope these uh, I hope these West Side Gun vinyls, there's no issues. I get them. It's all a smooth extraction. I can listen to them in my Brooklyn in my studio in Brooklyn. Ooh, studio in Brooklyn. How cool of you. I know. So, what else do I have on my list? Uh, let's see, man. Oh, man. Eh. I'll say this. I did get an email the other day. I got an email the other day that was like, we see your naughty behavior, and you can act all spiritual and high and mighty all you want, but we have video proof of you acting like a pervert. You know, like, just basically, I think, saying they called me jerking off into my camera they did not into my camera but like they call you know when you're just watching porn on your phone and your face is on the camera it's like they see you doing that and just like like i saw the email right and they were just like if you don't send us 456 litecoin we're gonna send this video to everyone you know and i'm just like 
I don't even know what video you're talking about. Actually, okay. <laughs> I have a couple videos. <laughs> but that's what my, you know, that's what my, whatever. There's, yeah. There's some stuff. But I, this was clearly a scam. And this happened to me once before, okay? It was the summer of 2020. I can't, I can't believe I'm going to tell this story right now. But fuck it, we're telling this story because we don't hold no secrets in this bitch when daddy's home. You know, I call this podcast Daddy Home because when we're home, when Daddy's home, we fucking talk, dude. Even though my dad and I, he gets home at like 11 o'clock. But <laughs> when he did work and he got home at normal hours, we would chat. So anyway, my dad knows I did acid. How's that sound? Ooh, big drop there. I just dropped it on him one day because I read this book called Storming to Heaven, uh, LSD and like, you know, the American Dream, whatever. It's a great book. I definitely recommend checking out Storming Heaven. That's the name of it. So I told my dad that I I dropped I dropped Sid, Sid dude I dropped L dropped dropped tabs dude and he didn't even react to anything what what could he do it wasn't like I was high right there I probably was high but not on acid just on weed he knows it doesn't he I do that too I'm thirty I'm not a, I'm a kid anymore I'm an adult I make adult decisions <laughs> good for you so anyway summer twenty twenty in a post in in a in the midst of a fucking pandemic i'm just like yo it's summer out i'm trying to get back out there because i've been locked down since march and i was on hinge and i linked up with the i mean this girl this girl and i matched and we started talking and we went to whatsapp and one thing led to another she called me in a moment where i was day drunk on my birthday horny as shit and she was like, have you sent me some pictures of your dick? And I just, like a jackass, sent her some pictures of my dick. Like, pool dick, though. Not even impressive dick. It was pool dick. It's like, uh, dude. And then I send, I was like, you send to me first. I put the ball in her court. She sent some over. And I was like, nice. And then I sent some over. And then all of a sudden, this person's like, you stupid ass. I Now that I have these pictures of you, I'm going to send this to everybody that you know if you don't give me $500. <laughs> and I was like, holy shit. They were they looked like legit Facebook ads. I thought I thought my coworker, Mar- my old boss, Mario, was going to see it. Be like, Steve, that's all this on Facebook. Is that you? <laughs> Is that you? It is. We just in the pool. Yeah, I, I was. You know. You know what that? I was in the pool. I was in the fucking pool, man. Yeah. Oh my god. It was a fucking. It was a nightmare. I thought I was being sexually blackmailed by by a legit person. So I blocked him on WhatsApp, and then they hit me back up on the text, like through email, through email. And I was like, holy shit. This is like this won't go away. I was bugging. I was like, yo, if I don't give this person this money, they're going to post these really fucking half-drunk pic- these pictures of me looking half-drunk and shit. This is embarrassing. <laughs> I just blocked them. I blocked them all the way. I blocked them all the way. And eventually it went away. And I know who to tell, so I told my sister. I was like, yo, what do I do? You think it's real? She goes, no, $500 is such a low amount of money. It's probably someone from, like, Thailand just, like, fucking with you or whatever. And I'm like, yo, maybe. But that was, it was really scary. So this happened again, and I was like, yo, old haunts, you know? <laughs> All that to say, I've, I've been down this I've been down this dusty road more than once. <laughs> You know what's funny is you never think I can never fall for one of those dumb cam girls on Instagram and then it's like on hinge it happens and you're like What a dickhead I am. What a fucking jackass. And then two days later I met my girlfriend and she knows that story. Fucking wild story. We we oh my god, it's so crazy. Just to be like in a moment of weakness where you're just thinking with your dick and it's like, yo, this is not even an impressive form of my dick and it's just like, take a look and they're just like, I'm going to send this to everyone you know. (laughs) Your life is ruined. It's over. It's fucking over. Speaking of life ruining moments, Joe Rogan's in the news. I feel like I got to do this right. Hold on. Let's get this shit. Let's get this shit. Let's get this shit. Let's... Let's get into some topics. By the way, let me, I'll speak on this real quick. Nancy Pelosi is going to run for the House again. 
her house speaker again. She looks literally like a melting candle. And she's like, the fight never ends because we fight for children, children, children. I just envision her riding back into the house like with this song playing. It's like, picture Nancy Pelosi just on a horse, lassoing, riding down to a desert back into her house seat. Hit it again. She's riding her horse. She's going. She's going. She's wrangling up kids from the border and throwing up in cages. That's her. That clap is that clap is her lassoing kids back into cages. Wow. Just a joke. Anyway, uh, Joe Rogan's in the news. <laughs> and so, in regards to that Neil Young story, there's clearly a hit piece going on against Rogan. Like, if they can't get him on the, uh, you know, oh, Neil Young's leaving Spotify, and then Joni Mitchell and, like, the fifth guitarist from, like, the Bruce, the E Street Band, and Stills, Nung, Youngs, and still, Jesus. Stay off the weed. And beer. The weed, uh, and beer. So, uh, Joni Mitchell, still, uh, Stills, Youngs, and Stills, Young, and Nash, and the ninth backup guitarist to the E Street Band are all taking their music off Spotify. Now, here's the funny thing. Joni Mitchell is a Canadian. And, uh... Joni Mitchell's a Canadian. And Canadians love to do blackface. It's fucking insane. She did, uh... So, in this article, it says, Joe Rogan critics Neil Young and Joni Mitchell have their history of offenses. The aging artist pulled their music from Spotify. Okay, here we get that. And then, uh... However, both, yeah, during the height of the AIDS epidemic, Neil Young attacked the gay community, suggesting anyone can catch the disease at the grocery store and using a homophobic slur. You got to, you, you, you go to a supermarket and you see a, 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 a f- behind the fucking cash register. You don't want him to handle your potatoes, Young said in a 1985 interview with Melody Maker. Meanwhile, Joni, Mitri, Joni Mitchell has a history, a history, a history of wearing blackface. As BBC reported, Mitchell appeared at a 1976 Halloween party as a pimp-like character, described as a svelte black man in a zoot suit with matching chapo, uh, meticulous afro, wide mustache, and big dark shades. It turned out Mitchell was dressing as her alter ego, Art Nouveau. And that wasn't the last time Art Nouveau was seen. In fact, Nouveau appeared on the cover of her 1977 album, Don Juan's Reckless Daughter. Oh my god, that's hysterical. I was walking down Hollywood Boulevard when, Boulevard when a black guy walked by me with a ditty bopped kind of step and said in the most wonderful way, Looking good, sister. Looking good. Mitchell explained the inspiration for the costume in a 1988 interview with Q Magazine. His spirit was infectious, and I thought I'll go as him. <laughs> I bought the makeup, the wig, the wig sleazy hat, and a sleazy suit, and that night I went to a Halloween party and nobody knew it was me. Mitchell went beyond dressing in blackface, asserting on multiple occasions how much she identifies as being black, which she alleged began with comments from her dentist who told her, Oh, you've got the worst bite I've ever seen. You have teeth like a Negro male. <laughs> I don't have I don't have the soul of a white woman. Mitchell told LA Weekly, I write like a black poet. I freely write from a black perspective. You know what? Hey, listen, so do I. Mitchell told CBC in 2000 that the black press gets it by not calling her a folk musician, saying, I'm much more related to Miles Davis. In an interview with New York Magazine in 2015, Mitchell said, When I see black men sitting, I have a tendency to go like I nod, like I'm a brother. My God, I really feel an affinity because I have experienced being a black guy on several occasions. Yo, Wow, how does this stuff... Because, yeah, when you start caring about bullshit, people will care about bullshit, and this is it. How This was in 2015. How'd this slip through the clack? The, sorry about that, folks. The podcast cut off, because I think we had a CPU error. Anyway, like I was saying, how does this slip through the cracks? Like, how'd that go unnoticed? You'd be like, yo, what are you talking about? Y- 
uh, white women, only white women, am I right? Like I said, behind every virtuous white person is a picture of them with blackface on. I truly believe that. Justin Trudeau loves to do it. Joni Mitchell probably still does it while taking her music off Spotify. And hey, good I enjoy, right? To each their own. Jesus, man. Talk about what the fuck. And you're like, Rogan's a piece of shit. He's an evil man. And it's just like, this girl is just like, I'm out of touch with reality. <laughs> On to the next one. Oh, man. <clears throat> Here it is. Mother opens up about being virtually gang raped in Metaverse. The woman who requested being groped in virtual reality late last year has come forward to discuss her horrifying experience. God damn it! I thought the bitch was white! The woman who reported being groped in... Okay, I read that already. Jesus, dude. Stay off the weed! Let's keep on going. Within 60 seconds of joining, I was verbally and sexually harassed. Three to four male avatars with male voices, essentially but virtually, gang-raped my avatar and took photos. As I tried to get away, they yelled, Don't pretend you didn't love it, and go rub, your, go rub yourself off to the photo. Nina Jane Patel, 43, recalled in a Medium post recounting the nightmare she experienced as a beta tester on the VR platform, <laughs> Horizon, <laughs> Horizon World. Why are we doing this? Created by Meta, the company formerly known as Facebook. A horrible experience that happened so fast, and before I could even think about putting the safety barrier in place, the London-based, oh, of course it's in London, the London-based mother wrote referring to Meta's safe zone feature, which allows users to pay, place a block on interaction. In December, the company revealed that a then-unnamed woman has been virtually groped on the platform while she published her story on Medium at the time to little fanfare. Yeah, because you sound like a fucking nut. Patel is making her voice louder to publicly discuss her concerns with the platform. Oh, by the way, if you didn't know, if you didn't fucking know... I thought the bitch was white! She's white. She's white! <laughs> yeah. Harassment in the metaverse is a serious issue that the industry needs to come together to put in the place, put in place or correct security controls and safe measures. Patel wrote in an email statement to the post, "This is will continue to be problematic for both men and women, adults, as our world fast moves from the 2D internet as we know it into the 3D internet space, the metaverse." She's also safeguarding her future and the future of many others with Kabuni, an educational metaverse equipped with parental controls she's creating for children. The more damaging lens, of course. Okay. Yeah, this bitch is stupid. Yeah, this is ridiculous. Someone, Joel, Joe Osborne, a Meta spokesperson, told the Post that the company will make improvements to ensure the safety bowl. We're sorry to hear that this happened. We want everyone at Horizon v Venues to have a positive experience. Easily find the safety tools that can help in a situation like this and help us investigate and take action. Osborne said, Horizon Venues should be safe and we are committed to building it that way. We will continue to make improvements as we learn about how... Okay, yeah. Yeah, I mean, listen, it was only a matter of time, you know, before someone got raped from the metaverse. It was just, it was bound to happen, you know? Listen, you want us to move to a digital world? Well, rape is not going to end in a digital world. It's going to persist. It's going to keep on going. The words will need to keep on raping in the free world. Neil Young said that. That was the original take on that song, was keep on raping in the free world. He made that in the AIDS epidemic. I, listen... Tales, tales as old as time. You can look it up. <sighs> Let's go on to the next one. Apple riles online critics with pregnant man and other progressive emojis. <sighs> you ever just get tired of this shit? I'm just exhausted, man. 35 minutes in and we're fucking... I'm dragging ass this week, guys. Dragging ass. But we keep on pushing. 
Some social media critics were not pleased with these progressive emojis. The Apple Emoji Factory ruffled feathers online after churning out a new batch of uh, emoticons for the new iOS 15.4, which includes a graphic of a pregnant man. The most divisive addition seemed to be three new gender-bending emojis. A pregnant man, a gender-neutral pregnant person, and one bearing a crown. The other one just looks like a woman. No, she's wearing gray, so it means she's non-gender conforming. Oh, okay. Cool. Among the 838 new characters in Unicode 14 are 37 hash 37 new emoji along with new emoji sequences that are expected to show up on platforms. Oh, there's a big finger. Yo, I'm going to send this to my girl and be like, that's me poking your butt. Um, however, the latest progressive emojis didn't sit well with many on Twitter who accused the cartoon symbol creators for going too far. How a man can be pregnant, how a man can be pregnant are insane, tweeted one detractor. What? How a man can be pregnant are insane. How a man can be pregnant are insane. What? How am I supposed to take you seriously when you're writing something in such a grammatically inane way? Yeah. Fuck you. Tell me it isn't so that they ma- they are making a pregnant man emoji with this new update. We have failed as a civilization. It's a white person. Then, or maybe not. Wow. Why? Because it's a coherent sentence, Stephen? You fucking asshole. It's not white. I don't know who it is, but it sounds like something a white mom would write it sounds like the woman from the metaverse is commenting where it's like pregnant men first rape in the metaverse pregnant men what's next flying pigs the new pregnant man emoji was submitted by the twitter gay porn mafia i just know it scoffed another (laughs) gay porn mafia we're the gay porn mafia gonna beat you over the head with our semolinas Oh my god, this is a good beer. Reps for Apple did not immediately respond to the post request for comment. Interesting. You know what's funny is like, to me, the way this reads is ESG, but yet there's a Foxconn uh, factory, I think, in Asia, China, where they make these phones. And they have a net around the building. You can look this up. They have a net around the building. This is where they make our. This is where they make our Apple iPhones. So whenever you want to bitch about someone saying the wrong thing, just know this: that someone probably jumped from the roof of that building. So oh, let me say this first. Sorry. sorry. Stay off the weed. At the Foxconn building, there's a netting around the building. So if anyone decides to jump off the building, they get caught in the net. And what happens after that, I don't know. I'm sure they get some therapy, but I'm pretty sure if it's in China, they're going right back to work. Um, don't assume. I looked it up. I couldn't find, you know, I I couldn't find just like a specific article on it. So I, I'm just going off what I heard on the Joe Rogan experience. Misinformation. But anyway, there is a net around the building. And I feel like this, what Apple, what Apple's trying to do is be like, we're woke. And it's like, what are you doing? And it's like detract from like how bad their business practices are. And I'm looking at this article on an iMac. Imagine how long this took to make. Hmm. Fucking nuts. The new operating. Okay, continue. According to yeah, I'm reading this and I'm already exhausted. According to Emojipedia, the new lineup of expressive symbols will include a melting face, face with peeking eye, a face with a diagonal mouth a dotted line face and a naughty lip biting depiction oh that's a call for some dick man or woman that's a, that's a call for dick face which creator has described as ideal for express yeah ex, ex, for expressing flirtation or arousal per the sun oh thanks really i really appreciate you holding our hand through that ex- explanation also available available are seven brand new hand gestures and 25 multiracial handshake symbols which span the color spectrum from white to black and many pigments in between. The new operating system is still in beta stage. We're always in beta stage. We never leave the beta stage. However, the final version will feature a whopping 37 emojis. Okay. 
this article is not even interesting to me anymore. Okay, yeah. So pregnant man emoji. I'm like, how? Yeah. Imagine, I, like, yeah. When I was in health class, I didn't know I can get pregnant. But I'm saying, I'm trying to get pregnant. You just have another guy. You, so, do they come in my penis hole, and then I get pregnant? I just want to know. I just want to know. Okay, moving on from this. So CNN is cleaning house as, again, as as usual. We still recording? Yes, we're 41 minutes in. Oh, we're coming towards the peak of the cast. You know, I'll talk about that later. So let me go through the rest of these articles. Got two more. CNN President Jeff Zucker resigns after failure to disclose relationship with colleague. Jeff Zucker is resigning from his position at CNN as president of CNN Worldwide. Zucker, 56, announced his departure from the role in a staff memo on Wednesday. The media executive explained that the decision for him to reside was made after he failed to disclose a consensual relationship with a colleague. As a part of the investigation into Chris Cuomo's tenure at CNN, I was asked about a consensual relationship with my closest colleague, someone I've worked with for more than 20 years, the statement read per CNN. I acknowledged the relationship involved in recent years. I was required to, Jesus Christ, I was required to disclose it when it began, but I didn't. It, I was wrong. As a result, I am resigning today. That's not even, please, that's not, that's not even the issue. Okay. Zucker did not disclose the colleague's identity in the memo, in the memo, but the network confirmed his relationship with the chief marketing officer Allison Galust. She will continue to remain at the company, of course. I came to CNN on January 28, 2013, together with nine great years. Um he had some kind of fucking hookup with like like the reason was like CNN has been embroiled in a scandals late ahead of Zucker's resignation. Cuomo fifty one was terminated from his longtime anchor role for his involvement in defending brother Andrew Cuomo. Okay, um, yeah, it's cool. Yeah, CNN's really cool. Veteran CNN producer John Griffin was then criminally charged after being accused of trying to sway mothers of young daughters to allow the children to be sexually submissive to him. Yo, that's really cool. People get their news from these people. Hey, listen, while I'm finger-banging your child, we're going into the Ukraine. So, peace out, Jeff Zucker. CNN, all the mainstream news, it's, it'll, it's losing its credibility. That's all that's going on right now. You see with Rogan, they're trying to grasp at straws and... Apparently, it's a secret coalition from Midas. This company called Midas Touch. They gathered all this information on Rogan. They were like the best editors because they edited the, that N-word clip together. You know, all the times he said the N-word and stuff like that. They're just like, hit, hit, hit. Like, we got him. We got him. We're taking down that bald-headed meathead. Get him. That bald meathead. But. Oh man, I didn't know what I was going to talk about uh, on the wrap up, but whatever. We'll, we're going to end on this article because I think this is funny. Ken Jeong and Robin Thicke reportedly walked walk off stage after Rudy Giuliani is unveiled on the Masked Singer. I think that is incredible. Oh my god. Yes, that's fucking awesome. If you if you had a picture like anyone else coming out of the mass singer, it would definitely you would want it to be Giuliani, especially after the kind of you know turmoil he's been going through. It's nothing better than be like, here I am on the masked singer. I once was hell a New York City mayor that helped after nine eleven, but now I'm just a guy on the masked singer. Ken Jeong and Robin Thicke seem to be less than thrilled about a contestant on the upcoming season of the masked singer. During last week's taping of the Fox series season 7 premiere, 
Former New York City Mayor Rudy Giuliani was unmasked as one of the contestants deadline in TMZ report. Following the reveal, Jiang, 52, and Rick Thick, 44, both walked off the stage and protested Donald Trump's former attorney, according to the outlets. Fellow judges Jenny McCarthy and Nicole Schreisinger reportedly remained on the stage after the reveal, where they briefly chatted with Giuliani. Jiang and Thick later made their return to the stage, though it is unclear how long they were gone. God we're men and we storm off stage thank god dude I would have stormed off stage from the first episode of the mass singer what are you doing I'm getting paid bitch you try having Emily Radigowski say you were a gropey little perv on the set of the blurred lines video what am I supposed to do I'm Robin Thicke I'm good looking what am I supposed to do not touch the Tucci's the Tucci's, what, dude? What Stay are you talking off about? The weed. It's the beer. So, anyway, when contacted by people, reps for Fox and Jung had no comment. Oh, Ken Jung, you fucking oh god. Reps for Thick and Giuliani did not immediately respond to people's request for comment. That's so funny. God. Yeah, Giuliani. Last year's home and office were raided by federal agents during an investigation into, into his work in Ukraine. Yeah. Alright. Either way, I just think it's really funny. He's being the masked singer. It's like it's Rudy Giuliani. I didn't think anyone that was involved politically was on there. Then I saw Sarah Palin. I was like, wow. If you see, if you see yourself as an if you're an elected official and you're on the mask singer, just know that it makes everyone lose any credibility in elected officials because this is what you're doing post your post. And here's the thing, Giuliani's in the shitter regardless. I understand that. But I'm just saying like it's like imagine if Obama goes on dancing with the stars. Does a statesman go on dancing with the stars? I feel like politicians should never have a seat in entertainment. Why? Like, go do things political, but I don't know. It's just like, like if you're on Dancing with the Stars, really? You're kind of stepping out of your lane. But who gives a fuck, though? You know what? Fuck it. Go dance on Dancing with the Stars. What do I care? I'm just being like, stay in your lane, dude. Well, yeah. Says the podcast, the the comedian who turned a podcaster, music producer turned a podcaster, talking into a microphone by himself, and I soon will have guests on. Yeah. All right. Well, that about wraps it up, folks, for this week. All right. I'm tired. Work has been tough. Be easy on me, okay? I'm trying to provide here. Oh, yes. I did want to talk about one more thing. I just remembered. I saw a picture of Kanye. You know, Kanye is going is going wild on the gram. He's calling. He's saying Kim K has kidnapped his children from him. And will not let him. Will not let him see them. Man, poor Ye. But I'm gonna make it even worse. Uh, sorry, Kanye. I saw a picture of him. It was a picture a black and white picture of him and Kim Kardashian, and they were, and it was a picture caught while they're tonguing each other, but you could see Kanye like, tonguing her. And he did the same photo with his now girlfriend, Julia Fox. And I'm just like, ugh. Like, I don't... It's funny that Kanye... Here's, here's the thing. He's not trying because in his mind, he already is. So I am a sex symbol. So me doing this tongue thing, it lets you know that I'm throwing it down. Ugh. You know? And I'm just like, ugh. Like, if my girl and I did that, I'd be like, well, that's fucking... Like, can we not post that? I want people to see it. Like, I, I don't mind kissing in public, but like... Where you're just like posting pictures like that where it's like, yeah, we fucking get down. It's like, dude, don't. One minute he's posting pictures like that and the next he's like, Kim's taking my kids. All this erratic behavior, I think it's a, I think it's all because of the internet. And on that note, I'm here to say Kanye West is not a sex, is not a sex symbol. Sorry, Kanye. I don't see you that way. Happy birthday, Jay Dilla. Please follow me at I am Steve on Instagram. Send, you know, let me know how you like in the podcast. Rate, review, and subscribe on Apple. Check me out on Twitch. I am Steve too. I will be twitching at some point. 
I'm, I'm twitching in my sleep. I thought I had sleep paralysis this week. I like turned over in my bed and I couldn't move any part of my body. It was like my spirit wanted to go. But my physical was just like crunched up and it wouldn't move. It was fucking bizarre. But I will be twitching at I am Steve too. Check out the music on Spotify. We haven't gone off Spotify. We stand in solidarity with that bald-headed meathead Joe Rogan. Joe, Joe, Joe Rogan's. Um, check me out on Spotify. Check out the album and the EP. New music coming soon. Like I said, rate, review, and subscribe. And be nice to each other. Except if they work at CNN, because then they're trying to fuck your kids. Apparently. Alright. I don't know what song we're going to end with, but it's going to be something good. So, until next week, share with people. Let people know about the podcast. How's that sound? Let people know. And if that tell me how you like it, tell other people, listen, I know this person or whatever it is. I'm listening to this podcast. Check it out. I think you might enjoy it. And then let them comment and let them tell me how much they don't enjoy it. Don't you tell me how much you enjoy it. Share it with somebody else and maybe they'll either enjoy it or they won't. But I'll know when they're telling me. And like right now I don't. So what I'm saying is share it with people. Stay off the weed. Until then, good night. Just cause I really love you